You ready? It's that time. Mm -hmm. It is officially 11 p.m. Here we go. Welcome to the Zodiac chat line. I am your host, Tanae, with my co-host here, Cassie. It is Sunday, January the 23rd, 2022, y'all. 23 <laughs> days into the year. We are here for another show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for joining us, liking, doing all that fun shit. Um, if you have any questions, please, please, please drop them in the chat. Mm -hmm. Coral is there as always, hooking it us up, looking for you guys. She throws Watch questions it. at us. She's there. Yo, the FBI would probably hire her. But anyways, that's another story. So what's going on this week in the stars? You know, we have got tomorrow, Mars, a big boy of physical energy, moving out of Sag, where he's been getting weird, and moving <laughs> into Capricorn, where he's going to feel controlled. And I'm excited about this because if you felt scattered, like your energy is all over the place, you're giving stuff over here, giving it over there for the past couple of months, <laughs> um, you might start feeling a little bit more controlled and the ability to sort of act, uh, exercise some discernment about where you're putting your energy. I think Capricorn lends that type of structure to Mars. So I'm feeling good about that. What do you think? Taking like little step-by-steps, you know, looking for those long-term ambitions. Um, and we discussed this earlier where Capricorn's kind of in a lot of energy right now. Uh, mm -hmm. It's in Mercury, it's in Mars, and it's in Venus retrograde. So a lot of that slow down, take your time energy um, is still necessary. And mm -hmm. I'm with you. We talked about our this project and how we have, you know, really tried to work through it and take our time. Um, and right now we are actually re evaluating some things and seeing how things are making it, you know, better. Um, and so I like, I love Capricorn energy when it's necessary to just slow down and go, what are my long-term ambitions and what small steps am I going to take to get there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we've got that bad boy happening and then Mercury, who's been retrograding in Aquarius, just spicing up your, your <laughs> life in the form of fucked up email threads <laughs> and all manner of other things is moving into Capricorn as part of its retrograde transit. So not saying from personal experience, but let's just say for the past week or so during Mercury Retrograde, all the technological systems at your work have been going bonkers. Well, expect more of that. <laughs> expect it around um, probably the government. I'm going to guess, quick prediction, crap gets messed up with people's IRS returns and W-2s and all Ooh. the paperwork you're supposed to get from your job to work with the government. Like, I'm curious about these at-home COVID tests that we're going to be sent through the mail. You guys, um, why does the U.S. government always want to launch <laughs> their shit during Mercury retrograde? You guys they, stop doing this. Because they want to show us that they're doing something. <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to give Ronald Reagan a lot of daps a lot of times, Ooh. but I do believe that Nancy Reagan had an astrologer in the White House. And to be honest, they need that. They need it. <laughs> you know, Reagan I, I, got a second term. I'm just saying. Yeah, but he was an actor. True. true. <laughs> he probably made that's his right way through. Mm -hmm. um, so, no, yeah, that's, uh, you know. Um, Mercury and uh, its retrograde yeah. transit into a uh, Capricorn. So. And still Venus is there. So 
I would say that the sun and the sun has moved into Aquarius, so that has lightened up the energy just a bit. But it's just time. Still, take your time, relax. Uh, Venus will go direct at the end of this week. We will have a uh, Thursday live mm -hmm. about that. Um, so that's going to lighten it up. But mostly by Valentine's Day, everything, all the plans that you're making right now, that's a good time to work through them. Um, mm -hmm. And we have hit the last quarter moon. Um, and that allows us to really evaluate what happened between the full moon and what's going to happen in next week's new moon in Aquarius. Mm -hmm. As you look back on the intentions you set at the beginning of Capricorn season, your long-term goals, especially now that the sun's in Aquarius giving you unusual notions and weird ideas and an interesting perspective, really focus the next week or so on getting rid of anything that's not working. Like any, <laughs> any of the, if you, again, you were trying to do too much. Okay. <laughs> what can, what can go off of your plate? Going back as Tanae talked about, you know, the three of us working on this project, Part of it has been admitting what we are capable of doing, what we can't do, you know, what we can do more of. And everybody can benefit from doing that right now. It's a good time to just be honest about where you need help, get rid of stuff that's not working, <laughs> and, you know, start percolating on what the next yeah. I mean, cycle is going to bring you. We're, we're moving through winter time, a good time to keep shedding, and then, you know, we're going to hit. Pisces season after kind of really the understanding of what we shed and rebirth and then you know we'll bring into spring so again now is a good time to really just take your time go within um and yes Valentine's Day will be pumped full of its opposite uh, Leo energy because the full moon will be in Leo around that time so you know that's the time to be expressive and generous with your heart um right now you know think about it <laughs> well, and the moon is in Libra. A very yeah. good time to be balancing and weighing yeah. options, yeah. thinking about sure. what, what works, what doesn't, make a nice pro and con list and sit with that for a little bit and, you know, release just, the stuff yeah. you don't need. And then just wait till Valentine's Day again to make any decisions. You know what I mean? Like, especially sure. anything that has to do with your long-term ambitions, now is not the time to be spontaneous and just say, oh, I'm going to quit because, you know, it's, if you don't have a long-term plan, you know, I'm not saying don't quit your job. If that's something that you want to do and you have been planning on it and you have other things behind it and other steps, sure, you know, feel free to, to shoot your ambition some way. But if you just aren't quite sure, just be okay with that unquite sureness. Um, there's things that have happened recently to me and I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go with the flow because it just feels a lot easier than fighting it. Um, you can only control your responses to things. You can't control how things happen around you. So mm -hmm. just, you know, yeah, don't, don't get real. too much in that Capricorn devil energy though, where you kind of get um, attachment issues or fears or betrayals or anything like that. Like try and stay away from that type of energy because it's going to be really easy to get marred down in that with all the Capricorn in such close personal planets um, mm -hmm. that you're going to have to really fight to kind of find its balance. The cancer energy and like a little bit of nurturing of yourself can go a long way um, mm -hmm. during these, these uh, Capricorn times. <laughs> yeah, man, big, serious, just ooh, Saturn testing us all times, but it's okay. We're going to get through it. It's kind of like 
with all these retrogrades and the Capricorn energy pulling us in directions we don't necessarily want to be pulled into, it's kind of like when you when you get caught in a riptide. <laughs> they say, like, don't <laughs> fight it. Let the riptide right. take you into the shore. And right now, we're at the time where we're riding out the end of the riptide. The shore is coming, coming yeah. soon. We're going to be able to have some agency, do the things we want to do, feel that ourselves able to work with energy rather than fighting against it soon and be weird and fun yeah yeah you know be weird and fun and just let let your yukon unicorn and freak flag freaking fly because that's pretty much what aquarius season is about so um i would say you know enjoy that um Mm -hmm. what has changed for you from your full moon in cancer till now um, you know, I have been able to ask for help when I needed it. That was the big thing. And I actually had done the horrible step of, um, delaying an event that I was involved in planning and hosting until Mercury retrograde. And that happened today. And so it's, <laughs> it was wonderful. It was, but it's off my plate is the bigger thing. And, um, so yes, I, felt very overwhelmed a little bit um, with emotions and things happening at the, the cancer full moon. No surprise. Um, and <laughs> Not I you. my load <laughs> lightening up. What about well, you? Listen, um, I have just really tried to um, make sure that I am focused on the projects I need to be focused and not allow my emotions to over overrun everything. Um, Cause I have so many of them. If you know me, you know, but you know, it doesn't seem like it. I don't really express them, but there are a ton. Um, <laughs> exposing me. Um, but I just, I definitely like the ability to just like release whatever really like emotions I was feeling and crying about them. And then just like putting a practical plan into how I want to move forward. So the time has come to bring on our guest. I hope she's ready. Yes. So Tanae is inviting into chat our guest for tonight. And her name is Isabel. Isabel is an Aquarius sun, a Libra moon, and a Gemini rising. All She's that the trifecta Look at her. <laughs> energy. Hello, Isabel. Hello. Good thank you so, Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. All right. All right today. So. Okay, so Isabel, we had a blast looking at your chart. Um, so tell us what um, has been your, we're just going to dive right in. Yeah. Um, what has been your greatest strength personally for you? <laughs> <laughs> Dang! Yeah. I okay. think we was going to dive right in. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. I think my greatest strength is being independent. I think that's the biggest thing for me. Coming from like a family of five, you would expect me to sort of like latch onto that and and stay within that area and, and not really move from that. But because I just so many things that happened in my past, I feel like being independent is one that I'm like really proud of, especially now in in this season. It's really come out. So that's awesome. my final answer. <laughs> we love it. Um, yes. Okay. So- so what has been your greatest challenge uh, professionally? Great question. Um, hold on. Let me pick on the list. Um, 
<laughs> I think professionally, I, I, I find it hard um, to have the will to do like a good job, if that makes sense. I think because of the, okay, well, <laughs> being a woman, for one, um, for two, I think not going to college, that's been a big struggle as well. So I mean, there's been a lot of struggles. I don't really know if I could pick one, but um, usually it's just the will to, you know, like work super hard because it almost feels pointless in a way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Especially as a woman. Like, that's a really big thing. I worked in the tech industry for three years and it was hell. Mm. Yeah. Love that honesty. <laughs> yeah. Love that honesty. Um Yeah. So I do the independence that you brought up that is straight away Aquarius energy all day. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. like, I got this. It's cool that y'all are there, but I still got this. Um, and you do have a lot of 10th house energy, which does, which does rule your ambitions. And so um, you've actually been quite successful early on. Um, and I don't think that you needed college to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cassie? No, not surprising at all that an Aquarius sun and Mercury would come to their ambitions in a non-traditional way also. I think college is great. I enjoyed my college experience, but also, you know, I've got a couple of kids and if they tell me they want to take a gap year and then they don't ever go to college, I mean, do you, you know what I mean? Like it's not for everybody and it's unrealistic to expect anyone frankly in their entirety of their 20s to know what the fuck they want to do or who they want (laughs) to be i think it's just not realistic no um and definitely for figuring shit out and fucking up like that's literally what your 20s are for but (laughs) but your chart suggests that your a, a bulk of your energy is going to be spent on your presentation in the professional world and in the public eye like you have a lot of your sun and mercury are both in your 10th house in aquarius and then you also have jupiter and mars in the 10th house but in pisces and so you have Hmm. this uncanny ability to sway people and connect to people verbally and and with language also understand on an almost psychic level what they want emotionally. 100%. Um, the, what, when you I'm staring at my boyfriend as you said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you said that about will, I found that very interesting too, because the, the planet in your chart that would rule like your, your willpower would be Mars and yours is placed in a, in a challenging sign, frankly, of Pisces because Pisces energy is just not willful in the way that Mars wants to be. Pisces Mm -hmm. is mutable water. Pisces is the final sign of the Zodiac. They're known for being psychic, spiritual, um, being able, being imprinted upon uh, heavily by the people, by any situation, the people around them, their environment. I mean, they're just extremely receptive people. And Mars is not, doesn't want to be receptive. Mars wants to be active. And so for you, it kind of manifests as an ability to have like psychic energy almost over people, <laughs> which can be great, especially if you want to be in the public eye. And, um, and especially if you find something that you're 
a higher purpose that you can be yeah. attuned to, a way mm -hmm. to put your public persona out there for a cause or a purpose that means something to you will bring you like great success in life. Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. If I can um, interject really absolutely. quickly, is that yeah. okay? Um, we want this to be a conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't want to like, you know, step on toes here, but um, yeah, totally. I, I just like have always had this <laughs> My boyfriend's dancing in the background. I'm so sorry. Um, ADHD is on another level in this household. Just bear with us. Um, but I've always had this, like, crazy ability to just, like, really read the room. Um, and, man, I could go on about stories. But just, like, specifically, I just, like, have always had this inability or this ability to uh, just, like, read people's, like, Maybe aura. I don't know if that's the correct word. I'm not really uh, smart. Um, but <laughs> the... <laughs> right. And we know that's that not true. Joke. First that of was all. a joke, we everybody. All at your she was kidding. We know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, it's like friends from childhood, like who completely ruined our friendship. Like I've completely cut off, and then they come back in my life or like relationships, and it's like you can just really read someone. And and I always said like I was never book smart in school, which is why I didn't go to college. Also, my mom's in the chat. What's up, girl? Um, <laughs> Mama. Um, <laughs> um, but I was never book smart. I was always just like common sense. I had like this like fifth sense, just of like major common sense. And I was like, nobody else was like me. Uh, and then I met Everett. So, <laughs> yay. Yeah. Um, and also, um, you just ha have a combination of just charming energy where people are just drawn to you. Mm -hmm. Um, especially with your Gemini rising, like people are like, oh, she's interesting. I want to talk to her. Even if you don't want to talk to them, don't worry. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm rolling my eyes at my mom in the comments, please. <laughs> We She's, love we love moms on this show. Yes, yeah. please. My mom will be mom. joining, but she can't stay out <laughs> past ten forty. Mom's probably at the club. Tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> yes, live it up. Um, but also, you have a very fortunate placement for Jupiter, as Cassie was talking about within mm -hmm. the tenth house. But you have it in Pisces, and it's exalted in Pisces. Or I think so. Um, Right, because it's naturally in Sagittarius, but it's mm -hmm. it's really it's like a higher octave in Pisces, and Jupiter has actually moved into Pisces right now. So this is just a really beneficial time for you and a lucky time for you, I would say, in pursuing the career that you want and really mm -hmm. getting ahead in career. Um, you will always be successful and go after your ambitions. That's just where you're like. That's how how your chart is. That's just the energy you give off. Is like I want to be a success. I, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. This is, mm -hmm. this is like these, these. So that's just really where the energy goes. So I would encourage you to embrace um, that and then also uh, tap into like your generous humanitarian compassionate energy mm. and combine all that in something that you really want to do. So here. funny because um, I, people my whole life are like, oh my gosh, be like, start a YouTube channel like do this like something social like you're, you would be such a good like social media influencer and I'm like I'm so fucking boring holy <laughs> shit like what would I say but um you know recently like I got diagnosed with PCOS 
And I've always mm-hmm. known that I've had something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've all, also been hella hairy my whole life. So that's something I could talk about. But, like, that is, like, something that when I bring, like, a humanitarian level, like, some sort of a humility to social media is what I would want to do. Not just, like, hey, guys, like, welcome to my blog. Um, I don't want to do that. I want to do, like, exactly what you're saying. Like, something that's more impactful um, I have a blog where I write and um, people will always message me and be like, oh my gosh, this like helped me so much. And I'm just like writing this shit for myself. I'm like talking shit about people, like talking shit about my exes, talking about how they suck. And uh, yeah. Um, you just never know though how your story, your words and your truth will help somebody. And I know yeah. for me, this is why I'm doing this show. Yeah. Um, Cassie's been one of my dearest friends, but it's always like, to get to know people on a real level and to be able to like share our stories because you just never know. Um, so however that manifests, take your time right now and plan it out. But like we, we saw, we had you on our show first. So that's all that matters. <laughs> Nobody else. You heard it first <laughs> up there. Um, so I wanted to talk to you really quickly about karmic paths and soul energy. And so a brief like synopsis is a karmic path is, um, your soul is born into this lifetime. And whenever you take a breath, the stars take a snapshot. And that's every type of energy that's embedded in your soul. And we all come here, um, our soul in some type of energy, and then we head towards the opposite in order to reach that path. So you come into this world with a very Piscean energy, which is probably easy for you with all that Jupiter energy and the Mars energy to kind of be intuitive. It probably makes you even more intuitive with other people and psychic. But your goal is to head towards Virgo, which is completely different. It is very much about structures and systems and being organized and taking your time. (laughs) She says eek. First of all, Virgo, eek. Second of all, <laughs> structure, Ugh. yeah. Um, so that will be, a, that's going to be a challenge. I mean, that's really where your challenge is. You have a lot yeah. of energy at the top of your chart in the 10,000. It's really easy for you to do that. Your challenge is going to be finding organization and structure to achieve what you really actually want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I, no, I was going to ask you a couple of my questions. It's interesting because I, I wrote these questions for you based on your looking at your chart and okay. we've already talked about a couple of them a little bit, but one is what role do words play in your life? They hurt. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Words. Oh my gosh. Okay. You want to get real deep? Yeah, I do. This is the show, girl. I was going to say, I mean, you mentioned you write a blog. So clearly you connect to language in in that fundamental way. Yeah. So I think I I find it really hard to, especially with like raging ADHD, but I find it really hard to uh, form like complete thoughts when I'm like angry or like just overly emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and that's just like a common theme in my whole life, I think. Uh, growing up with my parents, um, my dad would say like the worst thing possible to me to like make me shut up. Um, and then I realized that that's that that was what worked. And I thought that was maybe uh, the way to counter argue, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I got older, more independent, um, I realized that like I need to speak or I need to think before I speak, uh, mm. which is, you know, like very 
elementary, but it is seriously so important. Um, but yeah, words are big for me. I think, yeah, writing blogs, um, but also, yeah, the words that uh, have been like kind of imprinted on my heart from even like my, my childhood are still very much there. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of like the uh, trauma that I have is, is affiliated with words. Mm. less less physical more verbal so yeah and those and yeah words don't go away like you remember Mm. what people say yeah well and especially if you are a seven planet or five planet (laughs) air sign person meaning plus you're an air sign rising I mean your currency are words and Mm -hmm. this was going to be my advice to you looking at your chart and all of this air energy and I think about my air sign friends and I was also thinking about this with respect to your Libra moon, because I think for air signs in general, conflict is very hard. They're, hmm. a, a lot of their energy is geared toward, I mean, the, the Gemini and Aquarius energy in you likes to test people a little bit and see how they'll respond. But the Libra moon part of you, me like, the genuine discord between you and people you love is like not a space you like to operate in. You like things to be on an even keel. And with that Libra, Gemini, Aquarius energy in your chart, all that air sign energy, you take people at their word and you spend a great deal of time thinking about the words you're going to say to people and trying. And I would encourage you to not adapt your truth to try and be perceived better because you, you can't control how people receive your words. That's something as a writer, I'm a very water heavy, like my, we have similar charts, except mine's all water sign energy, not wow. sign energy. Mm. So I'm super emotional, but I'm, I have all my energies in the third house. And so I write emotionally and I connect yeah. with people by putting my emotions into words and air signs kind of do the opposite thing where they're trying to, trying to show their emotions with their words and that's the kind of the only way that they can operate but other people don't necessarily do that and so other people might not pay attention to your words because they vibe in a psychic way or in a physical way or in an emotional way and so Mm -hmm. you just have to make sure you walk in your truth absolutely how other people receive it you can't control but you know that you have at least given them your truth to to do with what they will. You know what I mean? Like, and it's hard. It's, it's, it's conflict is difficult for everyone, but Mm -hmm. it is also necessary. And, you know, you, a a big lesson for that Virgo North node placement of yours too, is also just boundaries (laughs) and knowing when and how to maintain your own boundaries. Um, Yeah. And being, you know, air signs all need to work, especially like a Libra moon really need to work on knowing who they are. Yeah. Aquarius sun can get lost in their cause in their, their future, the group, like they want to make sure everybody in humanity is okay. Well, you can't really do that. It's, it's, it's a tall order. You know what I mean? Mm. And then the, Gemini rising won't sit still long enough to even <laughs> contemplate that's like, ADHD. who they are. Yeah, we yeah. keep referring to that. I mean, that's very Gemini rising energy. And then the Libra moon wants to be in a, in a coupled up situation, but 
your best couplings are going to happen when you know yourself yeah. very well and yeah. you're always willing to walk in in your truth. Yeah. I would say as an an age an older Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> Stop acting like you're a dinosaur. It was not true. <laughs> She's no. a 15-year-old boy trapped in a lady's body. More than 35. Um I would say the 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 better my life got was when I continued to stand in truly who I was and was never afraid to not be myself because I knew that that was my truth and I didn't need anybody else to confirm that truth for me because it's not theirs. And like Cassie said, you know, you don't have to worry about how other people perceive you because their perception doesn't mean it's reality. It Mm -hmm. just means that's how they're perceiving you. And a lot of that is their reflection on how they feel about themselves and has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) I would say that I would like to give you a couple little notes about your North Node. Um, the one is that there's a crystal and gemstone that is good for your North node and it is called Jade. So if you find a cute piece of Jade and, Mm -hmm. um, it is a multidimensional stone infused with the knowledge of many realms. This mineral guides the soul to manifest function and find meaning, meaning on the earth plane. Um, so I think it will help you again, get grounded because you are up in the clouds. I'm with you girl. I know, but I'm a, I'm up there. I, I oh oh. If Ooh. anybody is up there, me yeah. and you up there together. But you know, uh-huh. my hair signs making me float a little more. I'm like pretty high up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. I would encourage some meditation, um, mm-hmm. because I don't know how you quiet your mind. Um, mm, great question. I think quieting my mind is is usually just distraction um meditation is is something that i needed to do like i've needed what am i trying to say something that i have needed have okay whatever i've needed to do it i need to do it and i don't do it um and uh yeah it's something that is super big that my boyfriend and i have talked about because i struggled with like really i do struggle with really bad anxiety but it got really bad um before i moved to atlanta um so yeah i need to get back on that but cbd oil is my uh my crutch we support that Mm -hmm. um i would but i would encourage you to find that and then um there's a suggestion for your path and it says think of information as a tool realize that decision making is about putting all the considerations into perspective don't feel overwhelmed get organized take one step at a time Mm. um so i think that can kind of go with anything that you're trying to achieve is really try not to get overwhelmed, take one step at a time, um, and get organized. And for your air sign energy, it is necessary because you probably have constant ideas, thoughts, and everything, and it's all a thousand open tabs in your brain. Mm. And (laughs) there's there's more than that, but yeah. (laughs) I was just a thousand dot 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 um but you know more than anything learning how to like focus a little bit of that energy because you know you're gonna you're always gonna come up with ideas and thoughts and I mean you're just that's how you express life is Mm -hmm. always mentally and so learning to ground the ones that are important for you are helpful yeah um so we have picked up a game that we're gonna play with you Uh, Mm -hmm. and it's called (laughs) it's okay it's okay it's okay so we're gonna it's called 
blame it on your big three, and Cassie's going to explain to you how we're going to play it. Okay. Yes. So we're going to read. I blame Libra. Sorry. (laughs) Honestly, fair. fair. Yeah, fair. Um, We're going to read a characteristic, and you tell us if you can blame it on your Aquarius sun, your Libra moon, or your Gemini rising. So we'll let Tanae take the first three. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So first, um, the need for partnership to feel, to feel fulfilled. It could be, it could, okay. I want to say my, the first one that comes to mind is Libra. Mm. Um, just cause I have a Libra, Libra best friend. Um, but it also could be Gemini because Gemini's can't even be with themselves because they're. <laughs> I don't know. Look at if she coming. You, you ain't ever lied about nope. that. Um... <laughs> um, but we like your Libra Moon as yes. the answer. That's your Libra answer. Moon is yeah. is our answer to that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. You want to go to the next question? Oh, okay. Um, the ability to be a thousand different people in a thousand different situations. I also, well, you know what? No, I'm going to say Aquarius because Gemini, um, while they're two-faced, I feel like that's the only two personalities that they contain. So I'm going to say Aquarius, but whatever we you We love you, by the way. Gemini, we, we, we love the Geminis too, but they get a lot of shit from both Tanae and I as well. So mm-hmm. um, we blamed that on your Gemini rising, though. Okay. Though I understand your reasoning for that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I totally see that. Okay. Okay. Um, wanting to talk to every new person in the room. I think. Ugh. Definitely not Gemini. <laughs> I'm just going to give a lot of shit to Geminis. I dated one before this. Aries. Oh. Um, he's great. Nice guy. Um, I would say maybe Aquarius. I don't know. Ew. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. My answer is I don't know. Okay, we kind of put it on your Gemini risings because those are naturally people that kind of go out and like talk, but you know, bop, nice. bop between conversations. Like they're able to kind of just like talk to people and be like, oh, da 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 da. But they're so think? like disingenuous. So I just am like, I don't. I I I I know exactly what you're talking about. I see like the customer service front coming out. <laughs> But that's it. That's that's the only vibe yeah. I'm getting. As far as like yeah. Aquarius, I'm thinking of like how interested I am in like people's <laughs> like brains and like how weird people are, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. All, but, always yeah, that makes sense. We yeah. appreci- no, we like I like that, that. is fair. I, yeah. I like that too. And I think that Gemini's at their best are are genuinely interested in those conversations. It's just mm. that they're not genuinely interested in getting very deep. And it's it, oh yeah, it doesn't mean that they're. <laughs> necessarily shallow it just means they're not really here for that but uh, the aquarius sun and mercury for you means the bar for conversation is pretty high you want it to be (laughs) a serious and intellectually stimulating conversation otherwise what are we even doing here yeah so why are you talking to me right (laughs) why are you breathing my air (laughs) yeah Okay. Um, So controlling aesthetics when other things feel out of control. Mm. 
I, oh my god so th- I you have a say, one in three chance i know right oh my god math is freaking hard um i would say i want to say i'm gonna just give you reasons because sure i don't i'm not decisive and i don't know you, you can tell me what that is but i don't know what that is but <laughs> i would say aquarius because aquarius like is like i feel like for me like when when one aesthetic is not working i heavily focus on another one or something like that mm. um but also libra because they're all over the place i don't really know they're just they're they're like very focused on being someone in a certain aesthetic does that make sense like yeah, they're very it does. focused so that's, that's yeah. a perfect we blame example. it on your libra yeah. mood we definitely yeah i was yeah that's room. good now that i'm, I'm this see yeah. what i'm talking about i need to talk about it to, <laughs> to know the answer <laughs> Um, but yeah. yeah, that makes sense. so much sense. They definitely like morph and change into many different people around other people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Without saying any more. Yeah. <laughs> to, fit the, to fit the aesthetic. No, it's respect. Um, okay. Being the quirky one at formal gatherings. Aquarius. Yeah. Yes. All day. You better. <laughs> you better, girl. She didn't even question it. I mean, you saw me at the wedding with my short little dress. I was like, girl, we was having fun at that wedding, girl. Mm-hmm. Living our best Aquarius mm-hmm. life. That was actually the first time Isabel and I met in person. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, it was fun. We'd be seeing each other on squares like this for mm-hmm. a while. Um, but yeah. Um, well, do you oh, have, I other... have one more? Oh, yes. yes, I have girl. one more. Yes. Get it. Oh my gosh. Being a futuristic tech geek. This is the last one. Aquarius. Yes. Oh. Yes. And congratulations, you win. There are no yeah. winners or losers in this game, so you win. I you did win. get. I did get the biggest nerd award at work, didn't <laughs> oh, I? <you> did. <laughs> that's perfect of course yeah. you did so there you we go knew it was coming do you have any questions for us before we get you out of here and finish everything i have one question Ooh, we are ready mm-hmm. we don't even know what it is mm-hmm. and it's what do you feel about mr aries <laughs> so we talked about best aquarius love matches on our last mm-hmm. episode um mm-hmm. which i will cut into a short and put it on the youtube yes. but you can also watch the full episode I any will. of you can in the chat go subscribe yeah, anyway <laughs> um but uh traditionally aries is thought of as being a very good match for aquarius i would say right. generally a fire sign um is is pretty good for aquarius a, a very good for aquarius sagittarius mm-hmm. was one of my top picks and i was as i was debating my my list i was torn between that and aries as my for, um, fire for sign aquarius picks. yes for aquarius yes, yes. Mm-hmm. okay because um I mean, fire everybody has to, yeah go ahead fire and air feed off of each other right, right. so you know aquarius's are a fixed sign so they can get stuck and so a fiery personality can get them moving again you know yeah. in those it's, times of life when they feel especially rutting. A lighting bomb like an Aries, or, an, or a, a I'm sorry, a lit uh, dynamite stick, flame, whatever you want to call it. Um, that type of Aries energy, and then also with your Libra Moon, um, it helps a lot. I mean, I honestly, it's what do you know what Everett's Moon is? Everett. Oh, sorry, I just blessed his name. <laughs> no, no, he brought it up because it's yeah, me. He, also, see, he's yeah. an emotional firework. That's what we call it. Tell me he has oh. a Pisces Moon, and I will fall <gasps> out of my chair. No. Oh, okay. What is it? You're not ready. Oh. Aries, Scorpio moon. Oh, I got a lot of And Pisces, Pisces rising. Oh. Um, 
Well, well, well. shit's well. correct, though, because did you know what time you were born? <laughs> or did you just enter a random correct. date? Did you ever? Oh, he's typing into the chat and not talking to me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. is like, no, I'm going to say it first. I want to um, Honestly, that's actually not. I'm like 30 <laughs> seconds behind. Correct. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Everett. We appreciate your input. Yeah. Yes. Um, Scorpio moon is um, not the easiest placement for a moon because it's super, super deep. 419. Thank you, sir. It says 420 in here, by the way. Hey, we like that too. Um, <laughs> um, we, I, I think that that's actually a really good match. Um, mm-hmm. A Scorpio mm-hmm. moon needs some deep understanding and is quite possessive sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you being a Libra moon that likes a partnership, I mean, it doesn't. Libra feel likes possessive. to be possessed. Yeah, a and bit. you also have one hundred percent. You also have some Venus in the eighth house, so I'm sure that helps too. Um, so, you know, I think you have found a great match and I think that's amazing. Uh, we would love to have Everett come on the show so we could talk about his chart. Oh my God. Yes. 100%. Everett knows nothing about this. <laughs> we love to Let us read your life. Everett. Everett's about to stick his behind, so it's hard. It's to... 30 seconds behind, so you yeah, can't so say. I'm still listening to, to. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yes. maybe, maybe, yes. yeah, maybe later you can yes. come on. But um, perfect. Yeah, I would say what. We'll totally talk about it. No, okay. See you <laughs> later. <laughs> Walk away now. It's that Aries. He's like, no, listen to me. I'm first. No, he's literally third, thirty seconds behind. He's like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We love you, Aries. We love you. Um, I think your mom said wants to do the old. Is, your, is that your mom, Jay? With is that her? Yes. Oh, well, your mama wants to come on. That's, you let her know. We, we, oh, my gosh. gosh. Please, we, don't, wait, wait, we, don't, we don't talk about old. We not, nobody is old on here. People are she's, just wisdom she's, and um, mature. She's a Leo, though. Yes, we love Leos on here. We've had uh-huh. Leo before. We, need mm-hmm. to, we, we want to give wait, them wait. their ego and attention. <laughs> my mm-hmm. mom and dad, uh, one's a Leo, one's an Aquarius. Why do you think they're divorced? Pop quiz. Because, because the Aquarius is a dick. Um... um <laughs> little bit uh i say something worse but well i mean i just around my i just think that the uh the leo needed more attention than the aquarius was willing to give oh my um, god my mom will cry <laughs> if you did this first and that you know like the leo was never really acknowledged or heard and the aquarius maybe never. was never understood but he didn't really want to there's be nothing understood. to understand we could go on and on let's just okay we love you isabel thank you thank so much you. Thank you for, for coming gonna, here and talking to us we we appreciate you go follow um tell all your friends about it tell your mom anything you want to <laughs> she plug. knows how to get us yeah yeah you, you want to plug channel, anything anything you want to plug Will do. Um, and then also, Everett will 1,000% be on because I'm going to force him. <laughs> Tune yes. in for the sequel. Challenge. Yeah, the sequel. The partner sequel. And I'm going to be yes. standing right behind him telling him what to do like with like cards. Like, don't say that shit. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. I'll see Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she did that it. was okay. amazing. Ugh. Thank you so much to Isabel for coming on. So much you guys, relationship astrology is like our thing. We love talking about people's relationships, their freaking 
family relationships. We are so interested to um, explore that stuff with folks. So the more questions you have like that, the better. Please put them in the chat. Talk to us about them. We love it. Um, speaking of, yeah. we have an audience question. At least. Anybody else, please drop them in the chat. Um, this one is from Dan the Hairman Official. From episode one, you all remember ooh, ooh. that said Leo, Leo, Leo. Any ad- okay? <laughs> Any advice for Leo to get along better with an Aquarius when it comes to disagreements or maybe insight into their thought process? It's so interesting. We just talked about this same combination, but yeah. So Leos really have a soul need to be seen, heard, and acknowledged, and really they need praise too they do and it's not that they want to need it they just need it they need to be acknowledged and it's hard for an Aquarius because they don't like egos they don't like to stroke egos really I mean they will for the you know right person but they're They're very analytical and logical and they're working with their mind's energy and not always their hearts. So today are you disappearing from the chat? I just, you know, I I can't disagree with you. Um What do you think? <laughs> I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Okay, so I would I would highly agree with Cassie, but what I would say as an advice to make it to make it work is just have an honest, open conversation with the Aquarius and just say, This is bothering me. Stop. Or <laughs> I mean, don't necessarily say that, but just really bring it because quite honestly, the Aquarius might not be aware that it's bothering you if you haven't openly expressed it. Like they're not really ones for like subtle things. Like you just gotta tell them. Um and Aquariuses don't intentionally go around like trying to make people feel bad. Um, and they also live in their heads a lot. And so that if there is an issue, they may have overthunk it over and over and over and over again. Um, to the point where like they've made their own conclusions and be like, Oh, they feel this way about me. And then there's no real, like real conversation about it. So just have a very honest conversation. <laughs> I mean, this is really, it's Aquarius true. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. In, so if you don't have a conversation with an Aquarius about it, they will have a conversation in their own head with you and decide it's been settled or not. And, you know, keep moving yes. with that as the decision. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> make, make the effort. If you are dealing with an Aquarius to say something to them directly, um, because they are at their, especially at their best, they're receptive to your words. They are. And, and they truthfulness want to have and honesty. Yeah, and they want to have a conversation with you. They want to have a serious conversation. Um, again, at their at their best, you know, they can be unapproachable at their worst. Um, but but if again, you know, if you have a re- intimate relationship with them or some sort of friendship with them, they would rather you approach them. Yes, for um, sure. They're not going to be as cold and detached. Say if you are maybe a coworker or just an acquaintance, um, mm-hmm. their care might be less. Um, yeah. But if it's somebody that's important to you, I feel I feel this with any relationships, honestly, even though I'm 
<laughs> not the best at it, um, that you just in any relationship with that you're close to, like have that conversation with that person. And at least you guys have the conversation. Um, and, and honestly, go into it, like what, what you need and really understand, like, this may or may not happen. But as long as you get it out um, in the open, um, I do want to snag this quick question. Leos are even attracted to Aquarius, the same reason <laughs> Aquarius is attracted to Leos. Like, it's just, it's nature. It's your opposite. You know, it's something you see in that other person that you're like, huh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, an attraction of opposites. And sometimes it's great. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, great representation. Sometimes it's not clearly Isabel plus spoke about our parents. So we'll just take them as an example. But, um, Overall, like we've always said, each person needs to be vibrating highly. So if you're not, no matter what sign you are, it's going to suck. Mm -hmm. um, so, that is, yeah. but, and, and if you are tuning in and didn't watch our sister son's episode, but Leo's being attracted to Aquarius is because Leo's do sit opposite Aquarius in the Zodiac. It's truly the example of opposites attracting. And every sign has a dynamic relationship with its sister sign. I found myself entangled with capricorns throughout my early life and, and yes she used the word entangled <laughs> so, and i'm a cancer they're my opposite there's something to that they you know you share with your opposite sign um a kind a kind of fundamental similarity the the quality and your du duality or your modality and your duality and um for leo and aquarius they're both fixed you know, they both know how to see something through and oh, accomplish nice. something. Um, <laughs> although Leo's can be more, I think Leo's in general, it can be more concrete in that simply because air signs live in the realm of ideas. And it's just what is accomplished in their brain is not necessarily translated to something here on earth. Um, <laughs> but they do have a way of working through straight through their energy. But Leos and fire signs approach everything with passion and action and air signs approach everything with rationality and logic. And so another thing I would say to our first questioner, um, advice to a Leo who's trying to deal with an Aquarius is knowing that as a Leo, you kind of, you need some positive reinforcement, um, to feel at ease in an interpersonal relationship, look for ways that the Aquarius might be giving you positive reinforcement that don't necessarily feel like how it normally feels to you. Right. Like, so I think most of us feel like, uh, wow, like you did a great job. Thank you so much for doing that is positive reinforcement. And it is, but an Aquarius might say something like, Hey, that's a really logical way to organize that. And they might never say, like, good job or thank you, but the fact that they noticed that you did that is actually their way of get, paying you a high compliment. I mean, they're any time they give you a comment that suggests you are smart. Or, <laughs> yeah. Like, that, they take that a notice is, of your intelligence. Yeah, that yeah. is the highest praise you're probably going to get from them. Um, Unless you have an Aquarius who's a little more tuned into social graces in that way, but they're not known for that. Like, and you know, depending on their moon placement too, that yeah. could really um, make their energy even yeah 
if they give you if they, if they see everything and pay attention to everything so if they give you any sort of compliment it matters otherwise they won't say anything to you at all mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um so they can be tough to draw out we are about to wrap this up. Um, mm -hmm. We want to thank Isabel. Girl, we loved all of your air sign 10th house energy. We love that you're going to force your boyfriend on the show because, <laughs> yes, we need yes. more males. Um, and we want to thank everybody that follows all of our social medias. Every time, if you don't get to catch it now, please go on YouTube. Um, always, you can slide into our dims. Um, if you want to be on the show, please don't hesitate. Email us at the Zodiac chat line at gmail.com and we will respond accordingly and let you know. Mm -hmm. We have open spaces forever. So Come please, we want over. it. Um, so before Thank we, you yes. to Dan the Hair Man official yes. and Jay with five for your questions. Um, Dan's already been on the show, but Mama, <laughs> we see you, girl. Come <laughs> on the show, baby. Um, <laughs> yes, Isabel's mom. We want you on the show. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna say it. She's probably gonna hate us for it, but we don't care. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so today. Ready? Play us out with a car. Girl, y'all yes. already know. We got to come through because it's Aquarius season and because I love being an Aquarius and I love being a what? African goddess. Mm. <laughs> You're going to pull one of these cards because I love these. So this is to get the rest of your week. We hope to see everybody again on Thursday at 10 p.m. We will do another live. Um, I believe it's going to be on Venus Direct and maybe some moon signs. So join yeah. in. Everybody can feel included. We all need Venus to go direct because life wouldn't be better if it didn't. We got to get a haircut sometime. I scheduled mine for Saturday. Venus goes First direct all, on Friday. And I'm I, like, yep. <laughs> I try to schedule mine for next Wednesday, you know, so I can have a fresh cut from a birthday. Um, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully she'll respond. She doesn't watch these, but I know she follows us. So girl respond to my text message okay so <laughs> i know i'm talking smack okay we have um it's called mawa lisa cosmic power this is the card boop Ooh, yes i love okay. how the sun and the moon are in there kind of like you know yes golden goddess all right yes energy. this is the goddess of what cosmic power from Benin, the temp hold is the threshold guardians and the element is air. Maulisa of course an air <laughs> goddess shows up on tonight's episode. Of course. Go on. Sorry. Maulisa is the force of the mother, father, god, goddess. Mawu is the moon, the divine feminine. Lisa is the sun, the divine masculine. They came together during a fawn eclipse to create cosmic power the guidance. You are in the right place. Release the fear of your power. You are sacred. You are magic. Now that you know this, you can no longer pretend not to. The embodiment. Rise up to your magnific rise up into your magnificent magnificence. Love and accept yourself fully to unlock everything you seek. Stop pretending to be less than you are. Your real power has nothing to do with external gains. Cosmic power cannot be destroyed or lost. You were created by the same force that birthed the sun and the moon. The goddess declaration is my power shines forth from within. Ooh, I know. Yes. So we are living for our cosmic power. 
this uh, last quarter moon going into the new moon next week in Aquarius. We are living for this sun in Aquarius and just relaxing through the rest of this Capricorn energy. It will be fine. We are going to make it because that's what we do. Fill your cup with the cosmic power. Yes. Just let it sit there. And just oh, yes. stew in your body. Yes. Love Ooh, I love stew in your body. That sounds good. Maybe like <laughs> in a bath or something. Mm. Stew, a bath. Mm -hmm. stew. Yeah, you know. Again, nurture, pamper, do all that fun stuff. That's right. So, you ready? This was, yeah. this was fun. This was cute. This was a great episode, y'all. Thank you so much. Hit us up. Find us all the social places. We'll see you in the chat. It's all up. Peace.